minutes of our lives inside Either we're in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's up, everybody, and welcome into the Work Wherever podcast. I am your host, Roy Edwards, and I'm here with Sydney Brown. Hi, guys. What's up, Sydney? Hi. This is the podcast, if this is your first time here, this is the podcast where we talk about uh, technology, innovation, we talk about working wherever and remote work trends and culture, where we live every day like it's Saturday. So we are also uh, live for the first time on LinkedIn which never done that before. Didn't even know audio rooms was a thing on LinkedIn, but that's cool, I guess. So if you're listening on LinkedIn, then uh, thanks for listening. And uh, what are we getting into today? We're going to talk about planning your day um, and all of the fun tools that Microsoft has that fun. helps you do that. Fun tools. <laughs> Very fun tools. Yeah. I So there was this article that came out not too long ago. Um, when When was this dropped? This was... Uh, Pretty recent. I guess it was the beginning of the year. Yeah. I was made aware of it recently. And it's all about tips for task management and attacking your day, how to organize your, your day with yourself. Like if you are approaching this in some sort of a way that you want to organize your to-do list, which the application uh, might have that exact same name. But it also goes over team projects how to how to make sure that you're taking an approach on you managing your team managing schedules and uh, how to bring it all together so you guys can collaborate on things so before i get into any of that though i did want to go into just like routines as a whole because i know that we've talked a little bit about that on previous podcasts where i i asked you your routine i think you you (laughs) you're kind of kidding a little bit it's not no, I don't think so. No, it's not too extensive. <laughs> it was that was it. That was the whole. It's easy when you're a remote worker; you don't have to do too much. That's true. So, but what is your routine? So we can get into that first, I guess. So, like, what was your routine prior to becoming a remote worker? Like, did you have a routine where you had to go to like a special? I know some people are like, I have to go to my coffee shop. Um, I definitely had to drive forty minutes to work, so that added a lot of time on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would get in, check emails, you know. I was very like into my calendar, but we also weren't very like, we didn't have teams. We didn't have any sort of software that helped us kind of communicate with each other. And Mm -hmm. it definitely was like a mess. What about you? Like specifically, were there Mm -hmm. like coffee or anything? Like you had to like grab like a drink or you had to like read it. So there's some people that are like, I have to grab my paper, you know, we had a kitchen downstairs. So sometimes I would like stop down there and and make coffee. Um, but nothing I like stopped and did every day. No, I just got up. No real routine. Went to work. Are you a bed maker? No. Is is your fiance <laughs> a bed maker? No. So it's just bed. Just It's just a bed. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we like make it look better, but. And what does that mean? 
Right, I'll like better. straighten the sheet, but I don't <laughs> just straighten it. it out a little mm-hmm. bit. Not like fully make it, but like no. just like eh. you're gonna get back in once point. Okay, fair enough. So there is <laughs> a um, so I'm a bed maker most days, although I will say that I'm not a bed maker every day as much as I would like. I'd like to be. Right. I do make the bed though. The bed's made right now, actually. Um, and so I listened to this speech. His name I forget his name, but he was a uh, an admiral. I want to say. In I the think Navy? I've heard it. Yeah. So if you make your bed, that's like small tasks. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the point of it is that if you make your bed in the morning, then, and you come back to it at the end of the day, like you've accomplished something to start out your, right. your day and it's compounding those small micro wins into larger, larger things, which there's a book that we're actually getting ready to read as an organization, uh, The Power of One More by Ed Millett. Which he gets into compounding. I mean, he gets into a whole bunch of stuff. But he talks about compounding, where you're compounding wins. And so if you compound wins, small wins, then you can win the day. And if you win the day, you can compound days into months and months into years and years into a life. That's like the idea behind it. Um, So you not having a routine is kind of... uh, we need to work on that a little bit. I mean, I do have, like, my own little routine. I'm definitely, like, a list maker. Okay, write things down, like, in order of what needs to be done. Okay, so um, lists. And so do you, yeah. when do you write their list, this list? More so, I, just, I mean, it's like now I do it. like as it goes kind of a thing? Yeah. Okay. Now I do it on my computer. I'm, like, a really bad person. Like, oh, it's just a running list in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get it down, I think. But, um before I definitely like was more of like a physical note list maker. Writing things down. Right. Not using I mean now I'll just like make a list. Right. On like a Word document or something like that? What do you use? Sometimes if I need to do it fast, but there's like also we have more in depth lists yeah. for <laughs> what yeah. we do too now. Yeah, being a so- being in software, we use so we use Azure DevOps, which mm-hmm. if y'all have not heard of Azure DevOps, not DevOps the philosophy, because I think we were having this conversation right before this that we recorded this podcast where we did a, I had done a, a masterclass, which is a, was it like 13 videos? I think is what it is. Training course on what is DevOps. It's like an introduction to DevOps course. And I think you were like, are we doing that anymore though? But it wasn't. Yeah. I think you were, were you thinking it was Azure DevOps? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we use Azure DevOps. That's because you use Azure. We use Azure DevOps internally, but then there is, which is a tool. Then we also, there's also the, thought process the theory of devops which is development and operations is one singular continuous you got it cycle cicd mm-hmm. see i learned something you're learning <laughs> yes the cicd is continuous in- innovation or implementation and continuous development however you want to yep. choose your eye it's all kind of the same thing it's like you're continuously getting better and continuously to work on things. And so I did an entire podcast and not like one singular podcast, but I did an entire series right. called the Innovare podcast, which Innovare was the Latin word for innovation. That's where we got the. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, you knew that. And that's where we got the name Innovare from. And I did two and a half ser- uh, seasons because once I got into the third season and it got all technical, I was like, it gets hard. This isn't Innovare anymore. We need to rebrand. And that's when we, that's when, voila. That's where we, that, we now are. you're all caught up. That's <laughs> the cliff notes uh, of, of where we got. I think it's a good balance, you and me, because you're definitely obviously more technical. 
Yeah, I think did you call me a nerd? That's a little. <laughs> I'm the fun part. Yeah, <laughs> you're the fun. You're definitely like the I, technical part of it. I feel like I'm your basic consumer, right? I'm. I came into this job not knowing, not knowing what, really yeah. anything at all about what we did. So I we keep it very close to the hip when people ask us what it is that we do. We're like, why? Right. Most, I mean, most people don't understand. <laughs> so if, if they're not the people that are going to understand, they're probably not our clientele, to be honest. Why do you want to know? Why do you want to know what we do? It's not for you. What is this? If you have to Doesn't ask, matter. then you don't know. Right. Exactly. Then you, you, just then you probably don't need you it. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely learning, but I feel like at least we keep it at a level of where the general population I think, I think we, can yeah. understand. It's definitely like when I do my solo episodes, it's like definitely like definitely gets in a little deep there. But um, but yeah, the whole the compounding, right? So the Innovari podcast was all about innovation and how to continuous, continuously integrate and continuously mm-hmm. development. And so DevOps, we using Azure DevOps and tracking those tasks. Uh, Jira is another tool that a lot of people are familiar with, Trello. So there's there's all these third-party tools. And so like what a lot of people do is they'll go out and try to buy a technology. They'll be like, ooh, I'm buying this is going to make me so much more organized, you know, which is ridiculous. It's just you're going to it's going to raise your overhead is what it's going to do. It's not going to do anything else. And so people automatically try to purchase things instead of trying to fix the actual problem, actually try to get organized instead of go out and purchasing things to help them be organized, which I feel like every podcast gets brought up, but it's it's essentially just collaborative intelligence. Right. We want to purchase something that can help us not replace something. Or they don't realize what they already have right? within Microsoft. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. There is a lot of tools within Microsoft 365 that you know, you're already paying for, that people just don't even realize it. And so that's what we're going to get into yep. today is to, one, like pens and paper. Cause, so I'm a pen and paper person. Sounds like you are at heart, and even though you type things down. <laughs> Um, but I have my little handy dandy notebook, which is upstairs, but you saw me like scratching things off and circling yeah. things. And so that's something that I, I took from a, a gentleman named Andy Fursella, who I believe you've heard it's your of. your man crush. I do. I have a man crush on Andy. I've met him and uh, he's a great guy. Shook his hand. Uh, talked for a, few, for a few days. Actually, I was out in um, St. Louis earlier this year and, and got to meet the guy. And that was cool. It was, uh, I met him and, and Ed Millette and a bunch of other guys. Um, and it was cool. It was, uh, Inky Johnson was out there. And, uh, you know, now I'm just name dropping just to try to like get people to realize that I'm like not a, not a total nerd. <laughs> um, but anyways, Andy Versella implemented something that he calls um, uh, the power power list is what he calls it and so the power list is you write down five things habits that you want to create and you write those five things down you accomplish them every single day if you didn't get them accomplished then you have to circle the l so you type you write a w take a big l and an l yeah at the top (laughs) of the page if you lose the day meaning you didn't get all five done you you lost if you got all five things done then you won the day and you circle the w and he's big on that there you have like 75 hard and 75 hard all of that right that's right and so that's that's kind of like the evolution of the power list so his power list is for habit building is to say like you have to replace things on your power list every i think he does 21 days hmm. i think is his thing 
And so if after the 21 days, you have to replace something. So if it's like go for a walk is on your list, you can't have it on day 22 because it should already be a habit of yours. You can't, you can't put it on anymore. So I took that and we run it. And so what's our morning standup called? You know, bricks is called bricks. And so ours is we have these same five mission critical tasks that we call bricks that do you know why they're called bricks? This is how you're building place. your day. That's right. Yeah, you're building. And so we say a mansion wasn't built in a day, but if you lay enough bricks, eventually. You've got a good foundation. You get it. That's right. <laughs> and so you have five mission critical tasks that you do in a day. You write them down. If you get them all done, you win the day. If you don't get them all done, you lose the day. Right? And then that compounds into stories and epics and a whole laundry lists of how to attack your day with project management and task management and all that fun stuff that we won't get into to really on this podcast because there's an entire podcast called the end of our uh, podcast <laughs> that you can go and listen to that and i did i did an entire series on that which i think it's still the end of our podcast i think is down now though the website Maybe the website, but I know they're all still on Spotify. Yeah, and they YouTube. are. They mm -hmm. are still on on Spotify and YouTube, so you can listen to those. But there, I, we did have a landing page at one point that had all six episodes of how to break down um, project management. But we're not going to get into like the how of project management in terms of like different uh, philosophies surrounding it today. We're going to get into organization, and we're going to get into tools, and so. Writing paper down and writing things down is still very much a, a good tool. A good tool. Just because there is a an app doesn't mean you have to use it. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with good old pen and paper. <laughs> I love pen and paper. And which when people start with us, I give them two blue notebooks. Which do you have your blue notebooks? I do. Do you need a new blue notebook? No. I have some upstairs. <laughs> I don't, but I do have one. <laughs> um and so I send them blue notebooks because I think that you should be writing everything everything down uh, by hand because there's the whole dopamine thing that gets into it, which I assume you know what dopamine is and how you release dopamine. Happiness. That's right. It's like a little chemical in your brain that gets released when you do certain things, which is like, uh, which is like when you get a like on Instagram or Twitter or or MySpace or TikTok or facebook or whatever anything and you get that little notification that's like bling it's like this person you don't know liked a photo that you posted you're like and it gives you that little mini shot of dopamine for some people that is uh that's what dopamine that's why social media is so successful and so addictive is because you're constantly just getting shots of dopamine right same thing happens when you cross something off the list it's like i got that done you you cross it off physically cross Do the it off. squiggle method you're a squiggle mm -hmm. you're a circle squiggle rather yep. than a back and forth line oh. i don't cross the whole thing off i cross off the number so it'll be like one two oh, three four five and i cr you don't like that i don't like that at all why i don't know just <laughs> it's just not i still see it just not like enough it. of a dopamine hit for no, you not i good. want it completely gone off my paper yep okay i respect all right i'm not a circle squiggler though mm. I have circle squiggled, but it's not my preferred method of uh, of squiggle. I'm just a regular, like, I do the corner to corner over the number and, and you know. Drive me nuts. Hey, well, <laughs> I, I got nothing for you. 
<laughs> I was like the note taker in like college and high school. That was just like perfect. I have to circle. You're not going to see a single letter. You're not even know what those letters were when I'm done crossing them out. Do you, you write in cursive a lot? Okay. So fun fact, I can't read cursive. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot, actually, and it's really sad. Like, yeah. kids now, like, they don't know. They don't even write it, I don't think, in school. Yeah. So I went to private school. So we, I think we were required to write, like, since, like, third grade. Once we learned cursive, yeah. like, we had to write in cursive. Everything. Everything. Mm. Mm -hmm. But it helped me because in, like, high school and college and stuff, like, I would write in cursive when I took my notes and stuff, and I would write them, like, fast. Do you still do that? Sometimes. Do you still write in cursive? Mm -hmm. I don't. It depends. I mean, honestly, I can't. T I don't write that much. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't even. Who does uh, unless you're writing like a letter. Or something I never like learned that, cursive. But... So do you sign your name in cursive? Yeah, like hybrid. It's just kind of like a squiggle. I have my own little thing, just... but yeah, I definitely. Or if I'm like trying to write fast, I'll write like. If it's not fully in cursive, at least like some, a mix of the two. Interesting. Mm -hmm. How long is your signature? I mean, mine's definitely not like a doctor's signature. Like you yeah. can make out every single letter. But... Yeah. So there was uh, now we're getting into like a little bit of psychology of that a little bit. But the way that you write things out, when you cross them off, you get dopamine getting back to the project management and physically writing things out actually helps with comprehension of what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So if you are physically writing things out, then you'll be more likely to remember the things that you have to get accomplished. So you have the dopamine hit, you have the, the memorization bit of it. Um, but there's also like shorthand and stuff like that. So like my grandma does it to your shorthand. I don't understand it. So people who write more, it, it does not surprise me that your grandmother uh, writes in shorthand because she probably physically writes things a lot more than you do. And, yeah. and me, because we grew up with technology. So we're typing and stuff like that. And so we can type faster than we write. And so, if you're writing, physically writing, and that's why I asked you how long your signature was, mm -hmm. is because people who sign their name more often have shorter signatures. Makes sense. Because they're doing it constantly, right? Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, and typically that's doctor, to your point, or supervisor, or somebody who's signing lots of things, right? Right. Which was a, a question that came up a lot. Um, and so like in signature analyzations, when I worked for the government is you could tell somebody's job history. Like if somebody was, was going after for like a senior level position and they said that they'd been a senior level position before and they signed their name and it is like their full name, every letter, middle initial, like last name, then pro they probably haven't held a, now it's a generalization, right. but mine's, they probably hadn't held. Mine's like always different too. You're just like switching it up. Oh, yeah. It's always looks different. Really? It never looks the same. <laughs> I think that's illegal like on your on your uh, your ID. Don't you have to sign your ID? Yeah, it probably looks different than it. Totally different, right? Yeah. It's got like hearts, like explosions, like fireworks <laughs> and stuff drawn on it. No squigglies over yeah. the eyes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My, to, to be fair, though, my um, my license, my signature license did does look drastic. So all I do now is just a couple letters. Like I just kind of, it's very doctory my mm -hmm. signature now because I'm just constantly signing things and I hate it. Um, but I, on my license, I think I included my full name, like middle initial and everything, which is, is I've been called out for it. They say like your signatures don't match. Like banks do that. 
Hmm. You know, like I've had checks come back that were like signatures doesn't match. I'm like, well, that's because that signature was from like when I was like 18. Right. <laughs> and now, now. I, I don't have time to do that anymore. You know, can't hmm. even write in cursive. I don't even write that way anymore. No, but, I'm scared. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me that your grandma writes in shorthand because that's how it is. The more that you write, the more things you're going to skip. And like, think about when you're writing notes, taking notes in a meeting, you know, you're not writing like everything you're like, you know, writing gibberish to come back to. So the point of all that is to say that writing things down throughout your day is still my preferred method and is still a very good method when going through project management. So long as you understand what it is that you're doing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Now, that being said, you don't have – if you are going to go the technology route, don't go out and buy software first. Look what you already have. And if you have Microsoft, Sydney and I are about to go over three – is it three tools? Um, I think it's five. Five tools. Five different tools wow. or five different – yeah, within different applications. Wow. It is five. Yeah. Okay. So let, let me ask you about your email. What does that look like? My email? Mm-hmm. How so, do you keep track of that? So, yeah. Uh, first off, I hate email. Yes. I hate it. I love that. Message about this teams. company. <laughs> yeah. I hate email. Now, if you don't work for me. Our clients love it. Feel free unfortunately. to email me. Feel free to email me. All you want. If you work for me and you send me an email, then we're going to have beef. <laughs> so how do I manage my my inbox i so i think there's two different types of people there are the people who just let it go and then they they're just stacks unread emails are crazy and which i know a few people live with that's like my junk mail i probably have at least 80 thousand you just haven't cleared it out yeah don't check it i'm like that too but my regular email i will pretty organized yeah get it down to zero i have different folders yep do you flag things i do flag and pin and uh, do you know how to pin an email? Yeah. Yep. And you pin it to the very top. Now, the web browser of Outlook is really good with that. Whereas if you pin emails, it'll have all of your emails pinned and they'll stay up there. Otherwise, in the Outlook desktop application, pinning is a little bit different. It's flagging and it flags it red and you can show your flagged emails and stuff like that. But right. yeah, I do that. I don't use folders as much as I used to simply because I'm not dealing with as many internal things. Right. But yeah, you use folders. Yeah, that's how I found those links today, like super quick. You what did find them for? pretty quickly. See, mm-hmm. I'm a search. That's why I really hate Outlook is because I feel like I'm constantly getting lost and that I have to search yeah. for things. Which one of the one of the tactics here is flagged emails. Flag the emails and then it's saying that Microsoft to do Mm-hmm. It's its own application, and that's basically changing your flagged emails into a list for you on Microsoft yeah. to do. Yeah, which if you have Microsoft to do, I, I strongly urge you to download it into uh, – download the desktop application, and it will bring your flagged emails like you're saying. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, hey, do you, do you remember to do this? And it kind of gives you a nudge a little bit, right? So this is very much on the personal realm, personal space of – management project management more so management of your day and how to how to approach your day and and how to tackle it writing things down i think you should use bricks i think it's great if you want to know more about bricks you can you know go to our website and or listen to the old podcast 
But otherwise, use Microsoft to do free tool, syncs with your Outlook, flagged things, become items that will remind you to follow up with things. There's also the My Analytics that goes into Outlook where that'll say like, hey, FYI, don't forget that Sydney asked you for this thing four days ago. I get this sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, about you. <laughs> that I haven't to follow up with Roy. He hasn't gotten back. We sent you, you twenty messages in a row. Yeah, that is a thing. It's all right. Yeah, it's my job. And you can create tasks from from email content as well, which those tasks would go into to do. And so to do is, I mean, it's a list application. Essentially, is what it is. Mm-hmm. It it does sync with another application, which we're going to get into here in a second, but. It, it's think of it. It's like a uh, it's a it's just a list of things that you want to get accomplished. And then have, have you, do you use to do you don't I don't think so. Not Maybe. Really. I don't really use it. I use it more in like my personal f- phone task reminders. So there is an Android app that I have. And so like you can see my tasks there at the top that I keep on my phone. Yes. And I so it's that. like, you know. Uh, it, these are like smaller things like introduce Courtney to one of our partners, you know, reach out to this uh, driveway lights, um, like small, like little things. So I'm know. definitely a culprit of having things available to me and then not using them. So this is great, but I'm more of like, I use the notes app. You can make like little check boxes on it and like click so like on one when you're note? done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One that's good with that too, if you want to keep it running. And so these tasks now, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. Maybe I'll turn my media up. And hopefully nobody calls me. Um, and maybe you'll be able to hear it in the microphone. But when you when I do this, so like if I click on this task, it'll be like, and of course it didn't make a sound. <laughs> but it, it goes, Ba-king! and then it like vibrates a little bit. So they give you that like impression of like a dopamine hit. Right. Um, which is pretty cool. So the, I do like to do, it does sync with your Microsoft 365. You log in with your Microsoft credentials. Um and it syncs with another application that we're going to get into, and that application is Planner. Um, which do you use? Do you? Do we don't really use Planner. I feel not really. So Planner is, um, and I'll, and it'll soon be apparent why we don't really use Planner as an organization. But Planner is. Have you heard of Trello? Yes. It's Microsoft's version of Trello, which is a Kanban board or Kanban. Board for was like Monday. Is that similar? Monday's similar. Okay. Yeah. And it is uh so a a Kanban or a Kanban is essentially like the sticky notes. Like you have them on a wall and you move the sticky notes from you know next swim lane to swim lane. So you have you know everything on a wall and you have tape. Exactly. You know, in pro not not you know not started in progress under review complete and you move the sticky note you know that is essentially a kanban board or kanban and planner is the same thing so planner is you create these little cards you write a title in it start date end date you can label it which which changes like the color so you'll see some people who use the old sticky note which i feel like people don't really use the sticky note have you ever seen anybody do that in person with actual sticky notes moving them from task yeah. to task i mean i would use sticky notes but just like just like i would your, never move it you'll yeah. never you don't use the swim lanes no yeah so i i've worked for a few organizations that do that hmm. they have like the 
areas on the wall, like on a big wall, and then they'll move them out, move them around with a sticky note. And the sticky notes could be color coded. Right. And so like orange sticky note means, you know, development team blue sticky note means marketing or I don't know. Right. Whatever. And so you can do something similar to that with Microsoft Planner where they're called labels and labels have colors and then you can move those through and write rules around it. You can assign the task to people within your organization and then um, you can create checklists within the planner item itself. Mm-hmm. And it, it'll show you, it's actually a pretty powerful tool. Have you, and you've never, we, I don't think we've ever used it. Maybe for your onboarding. I might've used it for the other part. So like with Haley. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like day-to-day tasks. Yep. Yeah, um, you're right. We do use it for smaller, yeah, for smaller things. We our onboarding portal is built in Planner because you can replicate Planner boards, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty good tool. But we basically do the same thing in Azure. We use Azure DevOps. Yep, which is why we don't use Planner. And so to do and Planner sync both of their tasks into. Uh, Microsoft Teams, which I believe it's called Tasks. And so in Microsoft Teams, you can pin something called, yeah, it's called Tasks by Planner and To-Do. And so I actually just clicked on mine and now I'm getting like, it's it's way too many tasks. <laughs> that's, I hopefully those are not all my tasks because that's kind of, that's a lot of tasks. But and they are, they're all signed to me. But here <laughs> in, in the application itself, which is pinned to Planner or uh, Microsoft Teams, you get Planner and you get To Do. So you can see all your tasks, uh, anything that's important that somebody has marked as, as read, uh, anything that's uh, planned, anything that's assigned to me. Uh, and then there are like different planner boards and stuff like that. So if you had like uh, GIFs, so like that's my wife has a planner board called GIFs for me. Um, so she can like, like, do you guys do that? Add things on there? You and um, your fiance, do you guys create like lists for like? I have a list in my phone of like things that he mentions. That he just randomly mentions. Mm-hmm. But it's like you don't create anything for like. Shared. Yeah. No. Yeah, we do. Apparently my, I'm the most unorganized person in the my, world. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about doing a shared calendar the other day though because. Well, you guys aren't married yet to, to, to be fair. We're not, but we do a lot of things. That... Do you have a shared, like, uh, bank account? Mm. Yeah. Good. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you say I do, get one, <laughs> you know? But leading up to that, you know? Nope. Not to say that he would take your money and run, but... Better not. There's no legal course of action you could really take, <laughs> you know? Um, anyways. But yeah, we, we use... Uh, uh, we do have a shared bank account. We have a few shared bank accounts. We also have a business together, so that's that very true. different. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That would make sense. I would hope so. Oh, yeah. You do own your entire... Well, we do have a lot uh, rolled up into... You basically own me. I don't own you. So <laughs> get out of here with that. I love my job. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do. You are an employee of mine and a very good employee of mine. Um, but we do have, we have shared lists. So, like, I have my house to-do list. And I'm just going through my to-do right now. So like, uh, yeah, I have to add a, a seal to the front door. Apparently, uh, what is this? Fix the paint and, and floor in the stairs 
from the desk. I guess a desk scratch something. I don't know. <laughs> but there are like to-do lists, right? So this is like my honey honey-do list, you know, which it looks like there's like 15 things on here that I got to get to. But you can share these out is the point of right. this. You can create a personal list and to-do. You can share it out, which we do have uh, bricks. So everybody has their bricks list, which we don't do this really anymore because we have Azure DevOps. But when we weren't using Azure DevOps, everybody would create their own individual bricks list. And then here I have like... Uh, here's like Courtney's bricks, Haley's bricks, Roy's bricks, you know, other people. And then I can see if they're getting their mission critical things done for the day. Right. So that's a, that's a shared way and something you can do with task by planner and to do. So it's cool planner. Again, you have the calendar view, you have a reporting view, so you can look at overview of like how much things have been accomplished, how much things have, uh, are still in progress, how many things are late or overdue. And then you can look at um, the traditional Kanban board as well. So that's planner and to do and how they kind of integrate together and they integrate with teams as well, which is if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, well, I guess not everybody listening to the podcast uses Microsoft 365, but uh, that would be a, a, a good little tidbit there is that most of the applications, if not all of the applications within Microsoft 365 you can integrate with teams by just hitting mm -hmm. the three dots and hit a plus and then add that app into uh, into teams planner to do being one that share the same and you can group by your 365 groups. You can see your shared lists um, and then you can like we talked about, see the important ones and the ones that are signed by me. So what, what was the next application that we have here? So the next one is Microsoft Project. Project, mm -hmm. yeah. So Project is a tool that is not new uh, by any means. Um, Microsoft Project has been around for for a good while, um, and it it kind of got its start into the desktop and then progressed into the cloud and used to sync through what was called Project Web App, which was this way to create SharePoint sites, team sites, around um, project planners and project groups. And it was uh, it was super confusing. And it was like teams before teams. And so now with the creation of Microsoft Teams, that was a natural fit for Microsoft Project. And so Project Now is, think of it as like, uh, well, a Gantt chart. Are you familiar with what a Gantt chart is? Mm-hmm. Well, no, but I was reading about it yesterday. Nice. Um, but it's basically like a timeline view. It is a timeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly a timeline. A, a, a Gantt chart is just a visual representation of start and end dates and predecessors. So mm -hmm. you have a task, right? So, Sydney, if we're if we're building a a house, right? You can't hang the windows or install the windows before you like have walls, right? Right. So there's predecessors. You can't install the door until you have the door frame. You know, anybody from presidential listening might might disagree with some of the things I'm saying about a house, but <laughs> uh, you know, but there are predecessors to, to things that you you have to do, right? You can't uh, you can't get a drink from the refrigerator until you open the refrigerator door, right? There are predecessors. And so in Microsoft Project, you create tasks and subtasks and you can group them together and then view them in a Gantt chart. And like the rest of the things in Microsoft 365, you have the ability to sync these with 
Microsoft Teams. You have them the ability to use Azure Active Directory groups. You have the ability to group these things together so that you can, you know, one, grant access to people for the project. Uh, and then you can create like subtasks and uh, development tasks and uh, dependent, dependent tasks. tasks. Okay, so tasks that need to be done before something else can exactly. be done. Exactly. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And it also says that they added two more views, so you can look at look at it as a grid or a board now too. So that's right. Very much the same. Which is it's a so that's that's good. So like I'm glad that we went about it in this order because to do or Outlook is kind of a starting point mm -hmm. or could be a starting point. That populates to do. To do populates planner, which is basically a board. Which is a board in project. Exactly. So it's we're we're getting more and more and more complicated here uh, as we go. And so those are the that's like the big three. Now Microsoft Project does cost money. There is still a desktop application. Um, if you want to get like super crazy with it, like you can right. run reports. Uh, what else does it say about about project? The multiple views. So you have the grid, which is essentially just a SharePoint list, right? Then you have the board, which is the cards, kind of similar to a Kanban, which is new in the web. You didn't used to be able to do that when it was the desktop. And then you have the timeline, which is the Gantt chart, which has been around for forever. Is that all of the, is that all? Did we um, go through all of them? Outlook we touched on, so flagged emails, creating tasks from that flagged content. This is talking about too, that you can sync it with your Cortana. Um, oh, that's cool. We'll sync with Outlook and 365 um, and make lists for you that way. I didn't know that. Yeah. So interesting. So you just click on Cortana. Let's see what, if she knows what I have to do. Um, I do see project. Yep. That's cool. So and they say it's as simple as telling her to create a list. I'm going to try right now. Create a list. And she opened Spotify. What do you want to call your list? Uh, yep. Sydney's list. I spelled your name wrong. I create a list for you. What do you want to add to it? Uh, create marketing video <laughs> and now it looks like they added a they created a list for me and it worked i can edit it in to do that's pretty cool look at that i didn't know you could do that i did not know that was a thing so so there you go you can just say hey cortana create a list and add you know get, whatever create a grocery list for me call it grocery list and add get milk which makes sense. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? Alexa can do that, right? Exactly. That's cool. So Cortana. So we have Outlook to do. Um, Office. So this is more so like Teams. Um, so the at mentions are probably mm. what I use a lot. Yeah. Um, we definitely use that every day, it's uh, every especially day. within Teams yeah. to tag people in different um, groups and things like that. Or just say, hey, you need to finish this. If you comment it on a document or something like that, um, it'll remind you, hey, so-and-so mentioned you. You need to do this now. Yeah. And then in those Teams messages, you can integrate Planner and Project mm -hmm. and even Azure DevOps and Jira. Jira, which is a third-party tool, which I don't recommend anyone necessarily use Jira because of 
the expense. I mean, it's ten dollars. At least it was. Who knows what it is now? But it was ten dollars for the cloud version for ten users. So a dollar a person doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But when you get past ten users, it gets a little bit more expensive. But when you think about it, you already have tools. You don't really need Jira. You have Azure DevOps if you have Microsoft 365, um, depending on your license, of course. But mm-hmm. we use Azure DevOps. And then there is one more too that I thought was cool. Um, and this would be more so for remote businesses, but probably with a larger reach. Um, so it is talking about task publishing. Um, so it specifically mentions like retail, healthcare, anybody with a dispersed workforce. Um, it can help you streamline task management across your workforce. What's that called? Task publishing. Task publishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a whole article about it. And then another one that it mentioned was Loop. Yeah. Um, which I saw Austin. We started using Loop. Austin made a Loop the yeah. other day. I saw. Yeah, we did start using Loop. Which I need to figure out how to get back to so I can check off my task so that he assigned to me. <laughs> it's in your Microsoft Teams. So if you go into Teams and you create a chat, or you can do it in, in either a chat, a channel uh, within a team. And then your loops, there are like, so like here, I can create a loop for you right now. So in our conversation, there's like a little like uh, three dot thing. And then you can just type in loop and then. Oh, I see it here. Yeah. Yep. And then it's, it's right there. So you have stream, you have praise, you have approvals, which is like an approval flow, which plays into project management as well. So if there's something that you want to get accomplished, you click approval and then it'll create a task and I can send it to you and then you can either approve or reject it which I use this all the time mm-hmm. for for our team whenever somebody's like hey can you approve this I'm like send me an approval approval flow right um, but yeah loops in there booking is in there um, yeah that's where it is so if you click on loop which is the third one now they've moved it up so you have the the stylize or the format you have attach and then you have loop and then within loop, you can, you know, create a bulleted list or I believe one already exists, right? Is that where you're able to find the ones that you already have or how did you find it? Um, well, it made a chat. He did it within a chat. So I found it within the chat. Okay. But, um, yeah, we just started using loop. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it so far? Was this the first time you've seen it used? Yeah, there's only three things on it. So, I mean, I just marked them off for him. So, yeah. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, you can select due dates and things like that. Who's is who it's assigned to? It's super helpful. Yeah, similar to to do. Right. I feel like you could use either or. They're all very. They integrate well. Yeah. Yeah, you could pick whichever one you wanted. I guess. Loop. I'm still trying to figure out a use case for a loop. To be honest, I think. What does the article say about loop? Hybrid and asynchronous ways of working people into more fluid way to create and maintain context as they collaborate with their team. Okay. All right. Yeah. I feel like it's one more. I feel like Microsoft does this a lot where they'll just like release things that are like almost unnecessary. <laughs> like you already have this product, you yeah. know, why are you, why are you complicating the wheel? But it cool works. loop. I mean, loop is, is built directly into teams. So that makes it, it cool. Whereas Maybe to do a little bit more, a little, little more bit user easier friendlier. to yeah. access. Yeah. So you don't have to go to to do or do anything like exactly. that. It's just right there. 
So maybe Loop will become part of Todo. I bet you it will. I bet you there will be some sort of an integration in the future because that's how Todo used to be called Tasks, and then they changed it to Todo, and then Todo synced with Planner because you it used to be the Outlook tasks mm. were totally just in Outlook, right? And you had to go to Outlook to see your Outlook tasks, and then they were like, "All right, we're moving this to." Over here, but we already have planner, but we'll make them the same thing. And now they're all in the same place. So there you go. Those are your ways. Was there any, did we miss anything? No, I think we got them all. We got all of them. Guys, I would highly suggest that you approach your day as such. And this goes for really any sort of project management. First off, you want to go the simplest route first. So the simplest route this for winning your day is busting out a piece of paper and writing the things down that you have to do today and scratching them off when you get accomplished. If you need to do more than that, that's when you associate technology and you take a look at what technology you have. We just gave you some very good ideas as to what you can implement. But remember, collaborative intelligence is the idea here. You know, So keep it simple, stupid, which that's still is that still what KISS stands for? I've heard it. Yeah, it used to be keep it simple, stupid, but I don't know if you're, I don't know if they changed that up to keep it I don't simple, know. you dummy. Keep it simple, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's, I would, I would write everything down first, then if, then build your way into to do, then build your way into planner, then go to project. So we kind of gave you the hierarchy here uh, and use Cortana. I use Cortana a lot. I, I didn't use Cortana for to do, but I think I will now. Yeah. Why, Why not? I use it for like alarms, weather. What else? Do you use Cortana or uh, you have an Alexa device, right? Yeah. So you use Alexa. At my house. I'm, on my phone, I have Cortana. You do? Mm -hmm. What do you use for it on your phone? Nothing. Nothing. Because <laughs> you have Siri. What? It, well, I don't have Siri. Have you don't have Siri. You have an Android. Mm -hmm. Good. I have an Android, too. So. And whatever I, well, it's much is. easier, I feel like, Microsoft um, on Android. It's like Bixby? No, it's Google. Bixby. Okay, Google. But there is a Bixby. There is a Bixby. Yeah. Either one. Who knows? I don't use Bixby. Bixby, to me, whenever Bixby comes on, I'm like, uh, oh, dude, get it's out of it. It's an accident. How do I get out of it? How do I exit out? But I do use, um, I do use a Cortana. And then I do use um, Alexa, and uh, and I I use to do project. The, uh, I've been on roles where we use Planner pretty heavily, which all of these project Planner to do, and even Azure DevOps integrates with Power Automate, so you can automate things. So that if you were to get an email that says, "Sydney, do this," in the subject then they could create a planner task for you. Or if somebody filled out, like what we do for our support tickets, somebody fills out a form and then that form creates an Azure uh, an Azure DevOps ticket. Did you hmm. know that? No. Yeah, it does that. Did not know that. Pretty cool. More you know, I, know, I will you know. work on so making now you gotta a routine get, what do you for myself. You have to write things down. I have to make my bed. You gotta make your bed. That's it? Yeah. That's all you're gonna take on. I'll wow. start. In integrating it's small steps small you know steps but start by Build making a foundation bed. you'll feel better about yourself for making your bed i promise i do on the weekends on the week that's like the exact opposite i make my bed on the weekends 
Just the door's leave. closed. The dogs eat things, so I don't see it. I was like, out of mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I make it most most weekends. I don't. I would say like the days that I do make the bed is Monday through Friday, yeah. and that's because like I want to be productive. I will say that today Haley made the bed. I didn't make the bed today. I did see that it was made, but I I didn't make it. But that's because I took the kids to swim this morning. Usually she takes the kids to swim, and usually I'm the last one out. So today she was the last one out. But yeah, we make our bed. Get 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 Evan on board. I sleep later. He'll be into it. I get like three more hours of sleep. <laughs> By what? Not making the bed? No, just in general over him. Oh, so. over him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't make the. He bed. has an office job. He would never make the bed because he leaves like butt crack of dawn. Right. Doesn't he leave leave at like five? No. Not that bad. Mm-hmm. Usually like six thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Awful. What time do you generally get up? Oh, I have to be on stand up at eight nine fifteen, so I get out about about eight thirty. Okay, that's not bad. Mm-mm. Do you set an alarm? Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. Do you get up before your alarm? I have one for eight fifteen, eight twenty, and eight thirty. Oh man, three <laughs> different alarms. You're that kind of. Sleeper. I'm up, but I just have them in case. So I will tell you that I, I have, like to, I'm slow to get up. So I'm up, but I know I have 15 more minutes to like, you're like, eh, browse. I'm just going to like lay down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I haven't set an alarm in three years. I like to sleep. I would need it. I don't set an alarm. I would. Mine all naturally. I just wake up all naturally. Oh no. On the weekends, we probably wake up. We wake up um, like just abruptly 10 o'clock. Who's a al- Who sets the alarm? You nobody on the weekends. Yeah. No. We what wake up at like 10 o'clock, 10.30. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That's when you wake up all naturally. I wake up for an alarm. I wake up to his alarms all the time. What kind of phone does he have? Android or? A... An iPhone. So He does not bah, wake up to. Is it that one? It's different, but he doesn't wake up to alarms. So I probably wake up 20 times before I actually need to wake up. I used to have an, I- an iPhone. I have an Android now. But the iPhone alarm that I had was not the peaceful chime or whatever it is you know I, I think i just have a spotify song it was like a terrible alarm like like an alarm alarm mm, you know like no death mine's you know? spotify that's a good idea yeah do you pick the song mm-hmm. what what's generally what's the song uh, it's a you wouldn't know it i wouldn't know it's, it. the ele- it's called the elevators and pepper just let it all out i'll play it for you after. yeah i don't know that one it's <laughs> just the, i mean it gets through like five seconds Right. Is that a new song? Is that why you said that I wasn't gonna know it? Um, it was just reggae. You probably I don't. I I'm I you know, I enjoy reggae. I'm not like a big reggae fan. I'll play it for you after. Okay. See if you like it. There we go. So there you go. For now, that we went over a morning routine. So you know, for those of you who are remote workers, you might not have to set an alarm, but if you do, um, Sydney says to make it in music and make it reggae. Yeah. Put you in a good mood. Make it elevators. Is that what it's called? I love the elevators. There you go. Make it elevators. And then when you get out of bed, you make your bed. Mm -hmm. And then I write my lists of what I have to get accomplished in the day, the day before. You do it as you go, which is there's no real. It's whatever works for you, really. But the key here, guys, write things down before you introduce technology. And definitely uh, use manualized technology before you automate it. So super manual somewhat manual then you can automate don't jump to the end it'll be it'll be bad and then you'll be mad at at, you know tech when really it was you who screwed up (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so there's, that's the podcast. Um, we did another one. Look at that. We did a couple this week. We did like three. Yeah. Yeah. We're building up because the holiday season's coming out. Are you traveling at all for the holidays? Um. Well, if we go anywhere for my fiance's work. Uh, is it Mexico again? I heard it was Dominican Republic, but I've not heard anything else about it so (laughs) i don't know yeah the because it's like a special club flights are expensive so i would like to know like to know soon like to get an idea (laughs) but yes if we are then i will go on that okay but that's the first week in december i think it's like middle of december middle of december Mm -hmm. like right around christmas like you don't got anything else to do around christmas right right? who does but free vacation so why I will take it. <laughs> what about Thanksgiving? You do anything for Thanksgiving? Um, so my whole family's here, so we usually just um, they're all in town. Mm-hmm. So it's just like everybody goes to most of them, somebody's so, house. Yeah, you guys go to the same house every year. Generally, generally, mm-hmm. and whoever gets whoever gets Thanksgiving, somebody else gets Christmas, kind of a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. We we're very what is it, tradition. This is the way we it have is. lots of traditions. Yeah, yeah. What about we got Halloween coming up? Mm-hmm. Are you? usually go yeah no is that a big deal in your family people used to come to my parents house um like i had little cousins and things like that they'd Mm -hmm. all come over but now they're all grown up and they're all adults yeah so i'll probably still go over there usually have like chili yeah that's pretty full Mm -hmm. have some hot cider yeah eat some chili chili and give some candy out yeah i live in an apartment so i can't do that so kids don't uh knock on apartment doors not on mine yeah I've never, uh, I've never lived in an apartment. You're lucky. I never have. <laughs> you are lucky. I lived in townhomes. Like, so like I lived in a house, my first place, it might as well have been an apartment, but it was a townhome. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was a two bedroom townhouse that was not like, when you think of a townhouse, you think of like this tall building it was a apartment so they, ca- they they call ours a two-bedroom townhome but it is an apartment it's in a building we do have two floors which is nice which yeah. not everybody does yeah. um but it's like when there's three floors like with three or four four and four but you have to get upstairs to get to your door we're on the top floor and then uh, we have two floors nobody right. else does um, uh, that's kind of cool but yeah no ours was ground floor mm-hmm. but nobody came trick-or-treating i lived in, it was like a college town so nobody came right, there's knocking. No, no children. Nobody. But. Nobody home. Nobody came. Yeah, I, I didn't really have a Halloween until we moved to the suburbs. Mm. That was like the first time I encountered trick-or-treaters. Aw. And no. I didn't buy enough candy. You never know. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Well, well, there you go, guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. Enjoy the holidays. I'm sure we'll, we're building up a bunch of podcasts to release right. so that you can enjoy the holidays, but... I'm sure this won't be the last time that we record. Maybe we'll do a Christmas special. We have to do a Christmas special. We should do a Thanksgiving special with like everybody in the company. I like that. Like a little family. That's a good idea. Dinner. We'll have to make a to-do of that. Yeah. So we manage it. I'll send you a loop. Okay, perfect. Nice. We'll add it to the Azure Devils. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Make sure that you are subscribing to our YouTube. So like, subscribe. Uh, We put up podcasts once a week every monday every monday and then what's the rest of the schedule um for the rest of the week usually youtubes tuesdays is a microsoft now 365 update so the latest in all things microsoft 365 um usually kimmy does that 
And then Wednesdays, I post. What do I post? It's like the how-to videos, I think, right? Yes, exactly. Like a tutorial or something like that um, from Capital Presence. And then Thursday is usually a reel of some sort. Yeah. And Fridays. Shorts. Yeah, usually another short. Yeah. Well, we got a bunch of content up there. Mm-hmm. Um, like and subscribe. Take a look at what we got going on up there where we made a huge push this year to push out more content on YouTube. And uh, there's a ton of it there. Uh, this podcast being being part of it. Uh, we also we are live on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, pretty much anywhere you listen to a podcast, you can download the episodes. So subscribe to our podcast as well. If you're on iTunes, leave us a review. We don't run ads. We're never going to run ads. So if you just want to leave us a review and share it out, we would be eternally grateful. And that would be the fee, so to speak, rather than us going in making you listen to like Reese's Pieces commercials or something. <laughs> I don't know. But guys, that's the show. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, remember uh, to like and subscribe. I'll have to say it again. Uh, but also... Um, remember to live every day like it's Saturday. That's our vibe here, right? All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out. And until next time, see you. Bye. It's like you gotta let it down, cause you can